You are listening to ACPN. Welcome to Rewind Cinema, the show where we pick movies that maybe we've missed, or we've wanted to see, or we want to revisit, and we talk about them uneducatedly. My name is Matt. I'm joined by Gabe. I just have one thing to say, Gabe. Okay. Mortal Kombat! I was hoping you were going to so, gonna go, I have one thing to say, Gabe. And then you were going to go, get over here! <laughs> Those are $500 sunglasses, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many great uh, quotes in this movie. I can't wait to talk about it. But before we do that, yeah, 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 we're gonna head over to Dan's voicemail corner. <laughs> it's not from Dan, man. I'm telling you, it's from Dan. Do you want to put two hundred dollars on it this time? No, I want to put three hundred. Wow, I can't wait for this payout. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> well, let's jump into it. Hey guys, it's uh, it, it's Dan. Um, I know I don't sound like Dan right now. I. I'm sick. Um, pretty under under the weather. Um, my my power got turned off at at my my apartment. Um, not not because I don't have money, and so don't. It's not it's not that type of story. Um, I just uh, accidentally sent the the wrong thing uh to the power company rather than a, a check i sent a coupon for for chuck e cheese so um i mean they i'm sure they, they would appreciate the free tokens it's, uh, which brings me to the dan's question of the day um Chuck E. Cheese. Is is their pizza good or, or not? Um, I've, I've, I've never been there. I was just, just wondering. Keep the good work, guys. I think someone has abducted <laughs> Dan. I'm convinced that's no, not him. no, that's Dan. You think so? Yeah, that's Dan. I know I Dan's so. voice by this point. I think <laughs> he just cadence. has a little cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds like an entirely different person. It's kind of worrisome that he sounds that different with a cold. It's that nasally uh, thing that happens to all of us, the, the best of us, when we get <laughs> sick, and we just sound sick. Yeah, sick sound. To answer your question, Dan, Chuck E. Cheese pizza for the money? That's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I'm surprised you say that because you're kind of a pizza connoisseur. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I, 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 I'll eat any kind of pizza. Really? That's, that's how much I love pizza. Okay. I don't discriminate. I love Little Caesars, actually. Yeah. Like, oh. I, I genuinely oh, love Little so Caesars. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Actually, I kind of want that for dinner now because <laughs> I'm at your apartment and it's a little closer th- than mine. I went to uh, I went to Emmy last night, not Emmy oh, Square, but the one in the Lower East Side and same, had that Detroit style. Place. Yeah. Uh, so you can get that at Little Caesars, but it's like seven dollars instead of twenty and twenty five or whatever. whatever. Yeah, and it's so good. Um, it's so good. If if you don't know what Matt's talking about, Emmy and Emily. It's oh like, yeah, it's, it's like Emily. It's Pizza Emily or Pizza Loves Emily or Emily Squared or Emmy Squared. There's like four names yeah. for it, but it's this amazing restaurant in New York City mm-hmm. that actually has one of the best burgers in New York City. Yeah, it's that, called the Matt. Something you have to share it with people. You cannot eat that thing alone. It's yeah. massive. But twenty five dollars. Did I tell you the other day at my office we ordered like ten pizzas from Emily? Really? For lunch? Oh, I'm so jealous. My boss got us this. We had this like this pizza, like a, a just like a pre lunch before the holidays, and it was pizza Emily, and it was so freaking. You get those pepperonis that curl. Good. Yes. Like those little cups of grease. Yes. Ooh. Um, Dan, to answer your question, I don't think it's that bad either. No. I've had it like twice in my life, and to me, it reminds me of New York City dollar slice pizza, yeah. which is really good. 
Gabe goes to Chuck E. Cheese every weekend. Let's be honest. I, I love Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yeah. uh, I have a membership there. He plays skee-ball. He jumps yeah. up on stage with the animals. Yeah. No, I, I do have a vendetta against Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, wow. This is a... <laughs> I'm glad you brought this up, Dan. And I'm glad you've never been there. You should never go there. I actually hate that establishment. Their pizza's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but they are, the they are enabling a culture of losers <laughs> I, and i'm gonna get on my political soapbox here i went to everyone che- gets a trophy i yeah yes i went to <laughs> chuck e cheese about two years ago for my nephew uh my brother his wife and my wife mm-hmm. my wife my wife took him to chuck e cheese he was so happy uh-huh. so excited he just had a great time i realized as an adult we got a big old bucket of, of coins tokens mm-hmm. every game gives you four tickets Mm. regardless of performance Hmm. so you can dominate a little five-year-old kid in uh (laughs) papa shot yeah and he's gonna get four tickets and so are you even if you win by a lot you still get four yes oh or or what even if you win jackpot whatever Remember that game, that awesome light-up game where you try to stop the light? It was real yes, colorful and real big, yeah. and it was always at tilt. You get a lot of tickets that way. Yeah. yeah. It was such a fun game. It was like blue and pink and neon green and yellow, and the light would go around, and you'd hit the button. Yeah, they have that there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where you stop. You can stop far the farthest away from the goal, <laughs> and you're going to get four tickets. Maybe it was a social experiment for that day. It, I don't know, man. But No, it's not. It, it's, I think the moral of the story is that... It, an adult man should not be playing these <laughs> games anyway. You could, uh, you could approach it that way. You could approach it that way. But I'm just like, I'm not going to take my kids there. Yeah. You should get more tickets if you're a better, if you're more talented, you should get more tickets. All right? I mean, the kids are going to learn that's how life works anyway. <laughs> well, but that's the thing. They're going to be thrown into it when they're 25 and they're going to be shocked which is what our culture is now. They're going to start seeing that the uh, more talented, more attractive kids are getting life handed to them in junior high. I hope so. That's when it starts. <laughs> but 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 they have to be able to deal with that. Yeah. And, and if we don't teach them that early, they're not they're not they don't have the tools We're to deal with it. We're wussifying the kids. It's the libs. <laughs> <laughs> the libtards, man. Um no, I just anyway, that it's funny. If you go there, you're just don't don't expect to dominate. Yeah. Um because you're not going to. Even if you're dunking on kids. Even if you're dunking on kids, they're still going to get four tickets. They're well, going to get that pink teddy bear before you do. You, know? <laughs> you wanted that pink teddy bear, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I'm mad I didn't get it. Yeah. While we're on the topic of games, we are talking about a movie today that is... Uh, uh, the source material is a video game. One that's very near and dear to my heart. Okay, I um, didn't know. I wasn't sure. Oh, oh yeah. Mortal Kombat. Played with my brother constantly. Great. And... Uh, other games I think that came out around that time that are pretty similar. I think, but maybe before I played a lot of Killer Instinct. Yeah, that was cool with I the was, skeleton yep. guy. Oh yeah, with the sword. Oh yes. I'm trying to think of other like fighting games, like Street Fighter. Obviously, Street Fighter was Those are prob- kind of the three, right? The big three. Uh, well, so Street Fighter was like the first. Yeah, I I, I think. Yeah, the, like the first big one on Super Nintendo. Maybe Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter came out at the same time. I'm going to look this up while we're talking. But Early um, 90s. Killer Instinct yeah. was, was big back in the day. And then post-N64 age, yeah. that's when Tekken, Tekken started. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Tekken was sick. Oh, man. Tekken was cool. And then um, on the Dreamcast, I had Soul Calibur, which oh, was yeah. a fantastic game. Yeah. They're still making Soul Calibers. Soul Calibur is very jiggly. <laughs> I'll say that. Yeah, there's parts of that <laughs> game. As a young man, um, as a twelve year old boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you're exactly right. But but it's a really good fighting game. Yeah, I loved that game. Yeah. Um, what else was there? Tekken Soul Calibur, uh, Dead or uh, Dead or Alive. Oh, you want to talk about Jiggly? I think yeah, that's, that's all that game was. For. That's the Jiggly one. <laughs> yeah. Was Dead or Alive? Well, Soul Calibur is too. There was that character. I think her name was Ivy. Yeah, there's like yeah. a there's like a Viking character. I that was like the name. that was like the before the uh, Dead yeah. or Alive. And yeah, then Dead or Alive was like, hmm, hmm. I think uh, we can take that and, and work with it. <laughs> and then Dead or Alive went so far as to make a Dead or Alive Beach, Beach Volleyball, volleyball game. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which I will say was a great game. Was it good? Yes. Oh, I, I actually had this conversation with a friend the other day. We were laughing about how ridiculous that game is, mm-hmm. but the the volleyball physics were great. Yeah. But yeah, it was like... Uh, the only physics that were great. I uh, hope my mom doesn't... Uh, <laughs> it was like that game you'd, you'd 
you had to play with like your buddies when you know you spent the night at someone else's house and yeah. their mom their parents didn't care yeah and you felt bad playing it but it was a good game <laughs> was it as good as mario tennis those physics Ooh, that mm-hmm. is an excellent game yeah i've played the new one and it's not nearly as cool as the old one but yeah i, I think tekken is where my fighting video game uh uh voyage stopped really although i do remember uh growing up my like every other person obviously that's my age we we did have like a home computer but for most of my life it was so terrible it wouldn't do anything in terms of gaming yeah. um, except for this game that i think came with windows at one point that was a fighting game that they made um that was just like totally hobbled together to like cash in on the fighting game craze of the mid to late 90s and i can't remember what it was called mm. Uh, but that was a fun game too. I had had lots of good memories playing that, but it was with keyboard and a mouse, so it was kind of weird. Really? Yeah. Huh. I haven't played new fighting games in a while. Uh, I mean, Super Smash, Smash Bros. Bros. Is, yeah, is, is a, is, is a different style, but it's an amazing series. I never played Injustice. Mm, no. Um, and that has some Mortal Kombat characters, I think, featured in it. And then there's like Mortal Kombat X, which is 2015. Yeah. Um, newer Mortal Kombat games, but they're still coming out. Yeah, yeah. But to go back, Street Fighter was pre-Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat was 92. Mm. Um, and so 92 to 95, this movie came out in 95. Pretty yeah. big pretty big following by 95. Mm-hmm. This was a huge movie when it came out. Yeah. And it shows you how stupid we are as Americans because <laughs> it's a horrible trash fire of a film. This is when you started to see that you can't make a good movie version of a video game apparently except yeah. for like two or three. Or this is when you started to see how dumb Americans are, and then Michael Bay was like, I'm going to do Transformers, and I'm going <laughs> to yeah. succeed. Yeah, 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 well, for, you know, yeah, maybe one of them. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a favorite uh, Mortal Kombat character? Uh, do, do, you re- do you remember all I the characters? Think, yeah, I mean, I remember a lot. Of, I think I did use a lot of Liu Kang, just because I liked the bicycle kick. I thought that was yeah, really cool. Yeah, he was great. Um, which does show up in the movie. I, I like that a lot. It I does. I didn't remember that. In a, that in it was a final movie. Um, but... I, that was that was probably it. I don't I don't like I like this I like Scorpion too. He was cool. Yeah, he was cool. I loved using in Street Fighter. Uh, I really dug Chun Li. I thought I was good with Chun Li yeah. for a while. Yeah. Um, she was a little racy also. Yeah, like, yeah. Her legs were a little like exposed. Like tree trunks. They were massive though. Yeah. yeah, she had all that muscle. So let's go over really quick before we continue the mm-hmm. different type of uh, fatalities and finishers. Oh goodness! In Mortal Kombat, do you remember? Uh, I remember there's one where you could kick somebody's head off i think it was johnny cages maybe uh i don't i don't remember oh, that man. but I, but i'm talking about the the words you know how in the movie they're like oh, flawless finish victory. him yeah flawless victory finish him. uh I, I can't remember so there, there was i guess so long. there were like different codes you could put in or like moves you could do there was animality oh yeah where you would you would morph into an animal and maul your opponent there was babality yeah. Which was super weird. Like, why? Uh, that was in Mortal Kombat 2. That turns your opponent into an if, an infant version of their character. There was brutality, which I guess was a combo that would make your opponent explode. Yeah. <laughs> so it was really violent. Um, friendship, which would leave your opponent unharmed, which actually, some trivia for this movie that I did not understand in the movie, and now I get it. Uh-huh. Johnny, Johnny Cage's finishing friendship move was that he would throw a signed photo of himself oh, yeah. at his opponent. Yeah. And in this movie, when he defeats Scorpion, for no reason whatsoever, yeah. Scorpion explodes, and then yeah. a, a photo of Johnny Cage that says, like, uh, hello, or here's to you, kid, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, biggest fan, I think is what it says. Floats said. down, and it's like, I was like, what on earth? I thought maybe it was in Scorpion's pocket. <laughs> I was like, why is he like, why? Pocket? Wait, Scorpion loved Johnny Cage <laughs> yeah. Yeah. from the underworld. He loved him from hell. I don't yeah. understand. Anyway, um, there were like weird other ones that that were less popular, but yeah. um, yeah, animality, babality. I, I always thought those were super strange mm-hmm. and uh, enjoyed them. Yeah, so. it's been a long time. I don't. I, I mean, I have good memories of playing it with my brother, but I have less memories about the content of the game. I just uh, remember it was, a lot of it. I just remember it was super violent. That's all oh, I really yeah. remember. Yeah. 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 I remember my parents weren't necessarily a fan of me no, playing it mo- when I was uh, No. Younger. I think it was like a thing on, on the news in the nineties like, don't let your kids play yeah. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, you know. 
video games make people crazy killers. So they do. Yeah, that's part of it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and jump into the movie um, today. We're talking about Mortal Kombat. See me. I believe in a fair fight. You know, one on one, man to man, hand to hand, just like my daddy taught me. But what I saw up there was not very fair. That's Kano. Forget about Kano. Yeah, where was Where's I? the other guy? Yeah, so then he freezes this guy, right? And then he explodes. I could see his guts and everything. <laughs> Almost lost my lunch. Disgusting. What I want to know, if this Shang Sun guy is so great, how come he's got such a crummy looking boat? Hmm? Nah. Anyway, guy gives me the creeps. <laughs> a treasure of these moments. That was his intention. Shang Tsung is a great sorcerer. The wise cultivate his favor. Those who challenge his power become his slaves. Yeah? Well, I haven't seen any of them around. You fool. You know nothing. He enslaves souls. He learned the black arts from the Emperor himself. Mm. You're some kind of royalty too. Right. I am Goro, General of the armies of Outworld and Prince of the Subterranean Realm of Shokan. Subterranean? What's that? Something like underground? Yes. Something like that. Yeah? Well, I'm kind of an underworld boss myself, you know. Mm. Well, I mean, back home. How lucky for them, back home. Mortal Kombat is directed by Paul Anderson, who I think is probably most famous for Event Horizon. Um, that's probably his biggest claim to fame. He doesn't have a lot of credits, like 15, 16. Yeah. So maybe this and Event Horizon. Um, the writer is Kevin Droney. He wrote a lot of TV shows and also other video game movies. Like he wrote the follow-up to this one, uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Yeah, but which, he wrote, is, uh, which is even worse than this movie. Oh, yeah. So, uh, that's um, the one I remember seeing because Johnny Cage gets killed in like the first 20 minutes or something <laughs> like that. His neck gets broken. but um, As it should. You know? Oh, yeah. He's As an, it should. He's an annoying character. Yes. Uh, but he wrote for TV The Equalizer, Highlander, stuff like that. Speaking of Highlander, the actors in the movie... Yes. Uh, Christopher Lambert. Who is uh, uh horrible. I just who I hate. <laughs> horrible. Who, who I hated as a child and still hate now. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's terrible. Uh and then I the only other person I felt like mentioning at all was Carrie Hiro Hiroyuki Tagawa. Okay. Who plays Shang Sung. Only because he's had a long career. Yeah. Um You know what he was most amazing in? What? The Disney film on TV, Johnny Tsunami, as Johnny Tsunami's grandfather. Really? I've oh, never seen yeah. it. I've never seen it. Back when I was a kid, that was a huge <laughs> movie. And he's the grandfather. And you're like, that's Shang Tsung. Well, then I'm glad I mentioned him. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, I don't really know much else that he's done, but I just saw that he had like 100-something credits. So well, he's, a, he's, a great a, he's a good actor. I mean, he, he, he hams it up in this movie, but he does exactly what he's supposed to do. I thought that he was one of the best yeah. actors in this movie. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> fantastic. Uh, the budget for this was $18 million. Do you know how much it made worldwide? Like, like sixty or something. Worldwide, this movie made one hundred and twenty-two million dollars. Wow! Holy crap! Yeah, for ninety-five. Yeah, that's awesome. That's crazy. That's awesome. Uh, how much did it make? I think here? it made sixty or something. I, th I think it was sixty-ish. So it had like. a pretty big overseas. Wow. I imagine it was probably pretty big <clears throat> in the Asian countries, like action films are now. That's like where they make all their money. That's um, crazy, man. But the taglines weren't great. They're kind of just quotes that are like flawless victory and you finish mm. him and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, one was test your might. I thought that was the coolest test one. Test your might. But then one, it's just so long that I thought it was funny. <laughs> Nothing in this world has prepared you for this. All right. What a long tagline. It is a long tag. I mean, it's not that bad. It just sounds so. Nothing in this world has prepared you for this. Like imagine seeing that on the like a post. That know. is a lot of print. That's weird. That's, a, that's an expensive poster. Yeah. Uh, a fun fact for this movie, Bridget Wilson Sampros. Miss who, Lippy? 
<laughs> what is that? Billy Madison. Oh, is she in that? She's the hot teacher. She's Miss Lippy. Oh. She's his love interest in Billy Madison. Man, I don't know. Came out the same year, man, 1995. Oh, I mean, I love Billy Madison. I just didn't click. The two didn't click in my brain. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she performed all of her own stunts in the movie. She didn't want to use a double, um, which shows quite a bit in oh, a lot of the scenes. Yeah. Um, but she dislocated her shoulder during one scene. But they were able to fix it on set, and yeah. she didn't miss any time. Yeah, crack that thing Ugh. right back into place there. Disgusting. Yeah. But you um, got to be tough to just like put it back in place and keep going. I think you do. I'm waiting for the day when I dislocate my shoulder and, and sort of naturally have to figure out how to get it back in place. Because uh, like, you see athletes do it. Yeah. You know, they, you just I guess you just feel it. You're like in 127 hours Ugh. in the ditch. You got to... Pop your leg back into place. I can't imagine how painful it is. It's gotta oh. be. Uh, it's gotta be really bad. Well, I didn't want to think about it. Yeah, so uh, I'm gonna stop. Apparently, um, another fun fact: Cameron Diaz was actually going to be Sonya Blade. Really? Because she was coming off of the mask. Yeah. She was not Cameron Diaz yet. Yeah. She was a uh, um, sort of a like rising star. Up and comer. Yeah. And I guess the trivia on IMDb says she broke her wrist. Ooh. Or something in rehearsals for this movie and couldn't do it. So, Jeez. Yeah. So Miss Lippy. Came right over from Billy Madison afterwards and uh, hopped right in. I don't think it would have been um, any different. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> no. she would have saved the movie. <laughs> no, 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 not, not, not at all. Not at all. You know who the best actor is in this movie? Uh, Liu Kang. No, he's in the movie for about thirty seconds. Hmm. His name is Peter Jason, and he was Ben in Village of the Damned. He is an amazing oh. actor. Wait, who is he in this? He was Johnny Cage's master who shows up on oh, set yeah. and gives him the random old-looking invitation to Mortal Kombat. And he's, yeah. like, he's like, oh, Master, uh, master Boyd, what are you doing here? And he's like, there's this tournament, Johnny, and you're going to go. And it's great. <laughs> and he's there for like 10 seconds. Yeah, but it's just Shang Tsung in disguise. Yeah. Well, I don't know who it is, but it's mm. not. It's his master. Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung. But J- Peter Jason, yeah, amazing actor. He's in this movie for like 10 seconds. Yeah, not very long at all. Well, let's jump into this. Um, the movie opens with Liu Kang, who is a kind of our protagonist. As we're going to get into it, the script is horrible. So you never really know like who necessarily is the protagonist or what's happening at any given moment. Yeah. Um, but you know, he's kind of the focal point of the movie for the most part. He's the chosen one. Even, even though end. we don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> just to, no reason. Just a hint. Uh, we have no idea why he's the focal point or why he's <laughs> he the chosen one. He doesn't know why he, he, is. No he one does. Yeah, he even says, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but he has a bad dream about Shang Tsung, who we were talking about earlier, who is the villain in the movie, um, killing his younger brother while he was away in America. So he moved to America. I can't remember why he moved to America. Pursue he, uh, a career. He, he ran away. He didn't like the idea that these monks in this temple and that yeah. he had to devote his life to it. And he left. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he gets a letter. And I want. I do want to talk about this letter that he gets. <laughs> All it says in it is... Brother dead, return home. <laughs> that's all yeah. it says. It's a telegram. Short and simple. We don't. Uh, well, th- that's that's the point. Yeah, we yeah. don't do telegrams anymore. As a where's society. the where's the stop? Brother dead, stop. stop. Return, return home, home stop. stop. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but I would like to send a telegram. Yeah, maybe you still can. Can you? I don't know. There's probably like an on like a website that'll do it for you. Yeah, we should uh, send each other telegrams. Okay. All right. Even though we live 20 minutes from each other. Yeah, that's okay. I'll walk. Uh, in the next scene, Sonya Blade is looking for this guy named Kano in a crowded nightclub. Kano. Just pushing through all these people with a gun in their arms. Everyone's yeah. just like not really freaking out. shotgun. And yeah. uh, we also don't know who Sonya Blade works for. Like some task the government, force. Government, vaguely. <laughs> I don't know. I guess. She's like Blackbird to yeah. Blue Jay. Blackbird <laughs> to Blue Jay or whatever. <laughs> not Blue Jay. I don't know. Uh, like, close ah, enough. Like, we have who no cares? Idea. She's yeah. hunting down Kano. Kano killed her partner and she's mad about it. Yes. Uh, Johnny Cage is also invited to this tournament. We find out in this scene that a tournament's happening. Yes. Um, that the best fighters in the world are all going to come and, and fight. And this is what you were talking about earlier, where his mentor says, hey, you should go to this thing. But it actually ends up being Shang Tsung in disguise. So he he anamorphs into this character. And then as he's leaving, he returns back to form. So you're like, oh, now I know that he's inviting him to the tournament. Wait, so I missed that. I, I thought it was his actual master. No, no. It's Shang Tsung. Wait, when did that happen? You don't remember? He was walking away and like the red light around him. And then it was, it was uh, Shang Tsung. Nope. I think I was taking a note or something. <laughs> I think I was writing about how great of an actor uh, 
that guy is yeah. and I missed that it. it was Shang Tsung. I thought no. it was his master. Nope, it's Shang Tsung. Okay, well good. That at least that a helps level me. of complexity. Yeah, at least it helps me because I was like who is this guy? Why is he there? How does he know about the tournament? Yeah. You know, so it was Shang Tsung. I do want to say in this scene, uh if you if you've never seen it or you have no idea of, of the content of the movie, which is totally reasonable, uh <laughs> Johnny Johnny Cage is a movie personality, an action film, film guy. Star, yeah. Uh but he's also a martial artist. But we're, we learn very soon in this movie that the fight choreography is slow and bad. Uh, yeah, like, it's pretty bad. He fights these four guys that have these like spears, and he takes them all out. But he does like a like a like a roundhouse kick, but on the ground. Yeah, and it's just so slow. He looks not limber at all. Yeah, you know, it just doesn't look good. Fight choreography, fake kung fu martial arts is. It can look good. I think a lot of people like this movie. For they say it's a, a well-made martial arts film. It's not a good film at all. Yeah, but yeah, I agree. I, w- I was like, the fighting looks bad. I thought it was way cooler when I was a kid. I mean, stuff Bruce Lee was doing twenty yeah. years before this looked much better. Yes, 10, 20 years before this. And I did see that his son was actually supposed to be yeah. in the movie as Johnny Cage, but he obviously died on the set of The Crow tragically. Yeah, um, maybe that would have helped a little bit. Maybe, yeah. Uh, so in the next scene, Liu Kang returns home and his grandfather asks him to compete in the tournament. I still don't know why his grandfather wanted him to. I don't think he knew the ramifications of the tournament. Um, but I think that he was just like, you need to avenge your brother's death or like, yeah. or like whatever. That, that, that works. Yeah. But the village is not into it. They're like, we don't want you to because compete he left Because he left. Yeah. And he disgraced them. And I got to say... If if you don't know how a movie structure works, it's break it's broken up into three acts, and so at the end of the first act, which is this scene, the character undergoes like a knockdown, like they're supposed to be put back from their goal. But this is the weakest. Like <laughs> all it is is the village elder saying, "I don't want you I don't to want go. you to do this," and he's like, "I'm gonna go do it." Yeah, and that was it. Uh, well, yeah, you, you meet Raiden. You meet Raiden, but even that's lame. It's so lame. <laughs> He's so bad. Oh, man. He's so bad. That's what I want to talk about. Christopher Lambert. A, why did you cast a young... He's, he's like 40. Yeah. Why did you cast a 40, 45-year-old white guy to be Raiden? Well, Raiden is Thunder? white in, in the games. No, no. He's Asian. Isn't he white? In, 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 the, in the more advanced versions of the, of the f- game, when you mm. can actually see him, he's like an old... Really? Yeah, he's like an old Man. wizard. He's like an old, aged Asian guy who's well, like geez. this ancient fighter. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. like thousands of years old. You know, he's Raiden. Come <laughs> yeah. on! And but in this movie, he's a handsome white dude with a stupid wig. Yeah, and a horrible voice. Yes, <laughs> yes, I am Raiden. I talk like this the whole movie. That's actually really good. I whisper talk. <laughs> ah, it really the is. World. He has got kind of like an ASMR aspect to him. You know, he really does. Well, it, it's what it is is a bad actor trying to play like a serious, like wizened and, yes. and old. Ah, and... uh, the fate of the world depends on you, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> so Can bad. you follow me around in my life and just narrate <laughs> my life that way? Yes, uh, but I come on, hire a hire a venerated, uh, you know, yeah. martial arts actor or whatever, an old Asian actor to be yeah. Raiden. The entire eighteen million dollar budget was used on reptile. Yes, apparently, and <laughs> which it we'll talk doesn't about later. show for it either. <laughs> um, okay, so as we said, that's the end of Act One. At the beginning of Act Two, the ship arrives, so they all get on Does this. It. Looks old like a school Universal Orlando <laughs> theme park ride. It looks <laughs> An so extra bad. Ship they it's had so lying stupid. Around. Uh, but they all get on board. Um, all the fighters that are going to compete in the tournament. Sonya Blade initially wasn't going to go on the boat, but. Uh, Kano and Shang Tsung have a plan that she will follow Kano to lure, if he goes on the ship. Lure her onto the boat. And I still don't know why Shang Tsung Wants wanted her Sonya. to be there. That's one of the great unanswered questions of this movie. Maybe because he thought that he was going to get the deal where he could fight and kill her and win. And win, yeah. Maybe. But if he can see that far in the future, he should have known that Liu Kang was just going to step in anyway. <sighs> And he should have known the arbitrary rule that she could say no and not fight him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, one of the reasons this movie is a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> one of many. Um, so, yeah. Why does he want... He even says explicitly, 
Oh, I have special plans for Sonya Blade. <laughs> and you're like, what are they? I'm going to put her in a skimpy leather yeah. dress. So at the end of the movie, I mean, I know we're going that way, but like he puts her in this sexy dress, which she's actually featured in, I read, in a video game. There's a oh, scene really? where she, yeah, like Mortal Kombat 2, I think she's tied up just okay. like that in a, in a stage. She's in the background. Oh. So okay. a lot of this movie is an homage to the game yeah. with no scriptural like justification justification it's just, just like fan service yeah it's just like how can we put this in the movie and not really like give a crap about it yeah and so you don't understand why she's in so you're like does he want her to make her like a sex slave what's yeah. going on and then it just goes nowhere they free her and she's fine and it's uh, oh yeah. happy ending anyway well, that, well that's it we're done yeah why does he yeah <laughs> why does he want sonya blade why does he have special plans for her yeah. we don't know we we'll have no find idea. out uh, so Shang Tsung summons Scorpion and Sub-Zero, who are very cool. I love both of them. Yeah. And they were actual martial artists, so the stuff they did looked pretty cool. Yeah, it was like two French guys, I think. Yeah. One of them was French. Yeah. Uh, but basically, it looks like they're going to fight Johnny Cage, Sonya Blade, and Liu Kang, who are the three main fighters and the ones we care about. But Raiden steps in and is like, nah uh How like, dare you attack my fighters? <laughs> you dare to attack my fighters before the tournament? Okay, another question, though. Yeah. Why did this happen? uh drama yeah uh, sure great <laughs> that that's as good of an answer as any. that's it scorpion and sub-zero walk out of the smuggler's hold of this ship <laughs> and take their defensive stances and then raiden shows up and he's like how could you dare to attack my fighters before the tournament and this whole time matt mm -hmm. i was taking notes i was like we don't know what's going on no we don't we don't know what Mortal Kombat is. They, it's arbitrary rule after arbitrary rule that doesn't matter because that, it never gets explained. Like Yeah. And then Raiden comes and takes care of the situation and they follow him out to the, the deck of the ship and he explains, Finally, you've been brought here because the fate of the world, blah blah blah, there's a tournament every century and and, and you're the final but like it's not until probably 30 minutes into the movie that we even know what that is. Yeah. We have no idea. Which I don't think is necessarily bad that you don't know what the tournament is up until that point, but having it word vomited on you for five minutes is horrible. Yeah. But why kill the fighters that you're bringing to the turn? Like, the Shang Tsung, I guess, is behind all of this. Scorpion and Sub-Zero repeatedly try to kill the good guys. <laughs> it's like a Scooby-Doo episode up in there. Before, yes, before they fight them. Yeah. Before any actual fights happen. Yeah. They, like, test them, and, like, Sub-Zero, like, kills a random, like, Dude. minion later on. It's, like, yeah. it's, it's so weird, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so as you mentioned, just some background behind what the tournament is. It's a war between Earth and Outworld, which is like a separate uh, dimension, basically, yeah, that realms. Shang Tsung is from. So uh, every once in a while, I guess millennia or century or whatever it is, they have this tournament, fighting tournament. Whoever gets to 10 wins in a row first gets to invade the other realm, basically. And so Outworld is on nine wins. So if they win this tournament, they get to invade Earth and take it over, which obviously we don't want. So Liu Kang is the chosen one, and he will save oh, us all. Yeah. Thank God for Liu Kang. <laughs> so they arrive at the tournament grounds, um, and this is when we're introduced to Reptile. And I can't wait to talk about Reptile because <laughs> it looks almost exactly like the CGI in Species. It does. It's terrible. It, it, it Like we talked about, it looks like that like Ugandan film. It is... Horrible. So bad. And $18 million isn't chump change for a film. No. And it doesn't even look like a reptile. I mean, no. the, the body does, but the face is like this weird, big, round, smiley face with sharp teeth. The, the body is very lizard-like. Yeah. But the face looks so weird. It's it almost like that. Remember that PlayStation game called Gecko or something like yes, that? Yes, I Kind of like that. Yeah. It was really strange. I, I don't know, man. It, it looks really, really, really bad. And he's like, watch them, reptile. Keep an <laughs> eye on them, reptile. But yeah, I don't know. He's like always just around. Yeah. He's, and then eventually he, gets killed. He's, he's like a spy, uh, I guess. He, he, Shang Tsung gives him the task of keeping the humans away from Princess Katana, mm -hmm. who is just introduced in the same scene. And mm -hmm. you know she's important for some reason. She's not really important at all. <laughs> She's important in the lore. She's the yeah. emperor's daughter. Yeah. The bad emperor who Shang Tsung uh, worships and submits to. And she like broke away and she's good or something. And the she's only 10, reason she matters because she gives Liu Kang a pep talk. Yep. That's, that's it. it. That's she it. She tells him how to survive. Yep. And that's the only important reason. And the next thing we meet Goro, who 
also looks terrible. It must have been two guys stacked on top of each other with an animatronic head or something. I, uh, I was actually sort of impressed with Goro. Just the way that he moved. It was so bad. Yeah, but think about what they had to work with. He's this massive two-story figure. And yeah. I think the face was, in, was a puppet, like animatronic. It had robotic things. But uh, yeah, I don't know. But I, I feel like you just take away what makes him scary. Like if you think about the video game, he was the second to last guy you fought before uh, Shao, Shao Kahn. Yeah. Um, so, and he was always really hard to beat because... He was huge, but he was also just as mobile as anyone else, and he could pick you up and like yeah. throw you and stuff. But in this film, he's slow. That it's like run around him, and he like eventually <laughs> he like punch. He's like a double punch. He'll with hit both you arms. so hard that you'll just be out of it. Yeah. <laughs> and and another funny thing is, I guess we'll talk about it later when he's actually fighting the guy. But this movie had to be PG thirteen because of an agreement they had with the studio. So there was none of that brutality that that is in the in the game that you yeah. would love to see in the movie. But he just punches people and kills them. Yes. Yeah. The way he kills the 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 guy, um, the inconsequential fighter. Yeah. We got his name. He yeah, just sort of like hits him in the face and he yeah. dies. Yeah. Just like chops him on the neck and he's dead. Although Goro was voiced by the great Kevin Michael Richardson, mm. uh, venerated uh, voiceover actor. He's in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Lots of stuff. I mean, his voice was scary. Yeah. He just wasn't scary. No. Um, Liu Kang has his first fight in the tournament. Um. I, they, they, they're always changing location. I don't know why they just don't have one cool giant ring where they always meet, but they're out in this beachy area. He kills, yeah. he, he doesn't kill this guy, but he incapacitates him. And then uh, we see Shang Tsung absorb his soul. Your soul is so this mine. is what Shang Tsung does. He absorbs souls, so he becomes more and more strong because he has all these fighters inside yeah. of him right. all the time. Right. Uh, Sonya Blade fights Kano. And she breaks yeah. his neck. Yeah, she does. Gets her vindication with her thighs. Yeah, she does. She yeah. uses those those fighter thighs. And breaks his <laughs> Even neck. Even though she's very skinny. Yeah, very skinny. She um she's also an actress and not yeah. a fighter. Yeah, and it really shows. Yeah, definitely. Just very uncoordinated. Yeah, I just, I just she also does those like ground sweeping kicks that yeah. like she spins her whole body and it just looks bad. And I don't know if she was fighting Kano and that guy was big. Yeah, really he was. Big. Yeah, he's a big dude. So if her legs were around his neck, I just I think he could just <laughs> I, yoink. I, I don't know. Yeah, who knows, man? But he ends up dying. Johnny Cage fights Scorpion in the coolest fight scene of the movie. I thought, but but let's let's just quickly go over here. Yeah, um, I have to talk about this. Uh, another unexplained uh, bad filmmaking choice. Sonya snaps Kano's neck. Mm-hmm. He goes, "Oh, baby, give me a break!" And she's like, <laughs> "Okay, great." She kills him immediately after. Uh-huh. Cuts straight to Johnny Cage walking in a forest yeah. for no reason <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah, I was like, is he part of the tournament? It's no, it's a moment What's to happening? go. How can we give an homage to the video game? Yeah. So he's walking in a forest, this gorgeous, beautiful forest, alone, no reason. And for some reason, Scorpion steps out from behind a tree <laughs> yeah. and attacks him. Yeah. Just for no reason. Yeah. What's the why? I don't know. Was I think it was part of the tournament, right? But there's no one there to officiate it or is, is that how the tournament works you i don't know because why are they have why do they have organized fights with kano and sonya blade and luke hang and the first guy and then they just have scorpion attack johnny cage in a forest you got me man i have no, i have no idea maybe and, there was a reason behind it maybe but i will say regardless of that it was the coolest fight scene yeah in the whole movie. sure it's a cool fight scene but it's just weird he sucks him into a weird death hell portal yeah and they go to another dimension for some reason yeah and they Why? fight on these like uh dusty bridges with skeletons everywhere yeah. and yeah he ends up like uh johnny cage picks up this shield with like blades on the outside of it and yeah. ends up like cutting uh scorpion's head in half and he lights on fire and, and blows up molten lava pours out of his yeah. body and he's just like a blaze and then the picture drops out yeah it's just an odd this bonkers random fight scene it's so bonkers no explanation but it's cool and that's all that matters Gabe. Right, yeah i mean that's what i thought when i was nine i was like this is awesome <laughs> you see that skull get cut in half Dude. and lava pour out bro Liu king fights katana but it's just a sparring contest i guess well, like, wasn't an actual fight. I think it was supposed to be an actual fight, and Shang Tsung calls it off because he sees that she's talking to him. Yeah, because she's coaching him. Giving she's him like tips. 
that you don't understand. She's like, yeah. in your next battle, use the element that brings life. And that's all you hear. And you're like, wait, what? I can't wait to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then, then Shang Tsung's like, enough, Kitana. I call yeah. this off. Yeah. I guess maybe he doesn't want her to lose because it's the emperor's daughter. Why is she I fighting in the tournament? Know. No one knows. Uh, I think he doesn't also doesn't want her to kill Liu Kang, even though she doesn't have that intention. It's yeah. just this stupid... He just seems... Shang Tsung seems like he's writing his own death note, you know? He just, yeah. He's just always getting Liu Kang more and more powerful. He's, uh, he he's writing it. a check he can't cash. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, now he's just, like, randomly fighting Sub-Zero. Yep. Another random fight. The next scene, he's next just... Scene? Cut he's, uh, Sub -Zero. he's walking in a weird temple and out of nowhere, Sub-Zero walks down the stairs yeah. and just says, hey, I'm here to fight you. And so, uh, as his name implies, Sub-Zero has the power of controlling ice and water. Yes. And so, he starts to make this like giant ice shield around himself. Amekame ame, uh, ice uh, ball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that becomes bigger and bigger. And uh, Liu Kang touches it, and he's like, oh, that hurts. And like his hand went numb or something, ah. or, or frostbite, or yeah. who knows. But then he hears in his head, uh, use the, the element, element which creates life. Which creates life. And what do you think that is, Gabe? Um, water? It's water. Yeah. Who knew? It's water. <laughs> the element that creates life is water. It's, uh, it's water. Yeah. So he ends up picking up a bucket of water and throwing the water through the ice shield, which turns into a giant ice shard. And kills him, and, uh, and and punctures, pins, pins him to a wall. Pins him to the wall. Yeah. After Raiden conveniently left the water there for him. Yeah. In the guise of a of of a peasant. Yeah. So, Raiden's cheating. Did they? Did, did another question? Do they see into the future? How they know this was going to happen? Katana knew. Mm, okay. Yeah. All right. No idea. Shang Tsung is just okay with everything going yeah. against him all the time. As a kid, though, hey, thought it was awesome. Yeah. I mean, this is a kid's movie, after all. PG-13. Uh, and the next scene, Goro is basically summoned because Liu Kang is killing everyone. So Shang Tsung is like, okay, let's finish this. Yeah. Uh, so Goro ends up um, beating up a bunch of guys, but we see the limitations of what they can do with Goro in this scene because you want to see Goro like actually killing people. Instead, it's a montage of guys falling onto the ground. <laughs> the you don't know, like, were they thrown? <laughs> the or longest, punched? as they introduce Goro as a fighter, it is the longest cut to cut to cut to cut mm -hmm. of just. It's like 15 guys just, that just the, fall these on the ground. Asian men getting thrown to the ground. Yeah. But all you see is them hitting the ground. Yeah. And I thought, I was like, four or five would be fine. No, yeah. no, there's like 20. And all you hear is Goro in the background going, Yeah. So that's definitely something I would have liked to have seen, but understand why they can't, because they can't move Goro in, in those ways. Yeah. Um, but this is also where Goro ends up killing that guy. Art. Um, what? The dumbest character ever named Art Lean. Oh, I had no idea what his name was. Pretty, or who he is. Pretty sure he's not... In the game, I don't. I don't. Uh, who was he? He's just a fighter. He's he's oh. like a he's like a uh, a boxer or like a martial like Johnny Cage meets him on the dock and he's like, hey, I saw you fight in Vegas. You were yeah. amazing. So he's just a fighter, but he's only in the movie. Yeah. In the video game, there's Jax. Yeah. Who is so the metal who, arms? Yeah, but in this movie, Jax is with Sonya. Yeah. But he's he he doesn't go to. He's the, not there. Why would yeah. they invent this random character named Art Lean? Johnny I, Cage was really invested in his death too. He was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> They're best friends apparently. They don't know him. Yeah, Sonya too. She was like, no. But this oh. is where you think maybe you're gonna see a cool fatality from Goro. Like no. Goro's gonna like break his back over his knee or something like that. Nope. Just picks him up and karate chops his neck yeah. and he's yep. dead. And he's dead. And then Shang Tsung absorbs his soul. And so. you also see a great image of him actually like getting sucked into yeah. Shang Tsung's eyeball yeah. and like no, like reaching out and yeah. Even though he was dead, I guess his soul was still his soul, alive. Man, in his his body, soul, but, soul is on. Uh, so Johnny Cage decides, hey, you know what? If I don't take action, nothing's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm gonna fight Goro. So he challenges Goro. Uh, he ends up tricking him. He does some crazy splits, punches him in the balls, uh, and then Goro <laughs> runs is, away. <laughs> is in pain and just he just runs away, books it, and goes up into this cliff. Uh, Goro chases him, uh, and then uh, Johnny Cage jumps off the side of the cliff and yep. 
kicks him, sucker punches him, and then and then fights him for about two seconds and wins in the easiest. uh, So anticlimactic, and you're like, cool. Goro is such a cool character. I wanted to see him fight. Goro is a super unique character. Like I would. uh, I don't like reboots and stuff, but this would almost be a cool movie to see done well today to see what they could do with Goro. Sure. Yeah. Goro was awesome in Ready Player One. He was in. Did you remember? I didn't see it. Oh, he's in Ready Player One. Really? Yeah. This this woman appears as Goro. Oh. She like buys the Goro like skin skin, and it's super cool. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's terrifying. But yeah, this is stupid. This Prince Goro, commander of the armies of whatever, gets beaten by. A few kicks and falls yeah. off a cliff. <laughs> Getting punched in the ball is the worst way to go. Yeah, super cool. Um, so the issue with this <laughs> is that Johnny made a deal with Shang Tsung that Shang Tsung could challenge anyone he wanted in the tournament if Johnny Cage won. Um, and so for whatever reason, Johnny Cage was like, yeah, let's do it. And so <laughs> Shang Tsung picks Sonya and he takes her to Outworld. Like, good job, Johnny. Yeah, great work, Johnny. You freaking moron. Uh, but this is when Liu Kang magically knows a loophole that Sonya just doesn't have to accept the fight. Like yeah, apparently, he, there's like a rule book that, that, that Liu Kang you, read. You, you have to accept the challenge. Yeah. To to fight, uh, and he's like, "Well, if she doesn't accept the challenge, well, she's she's good." Yeah. Um, but that is where Act Two ends and Act Three begins. Act Three begins with uh, them going to Outworld, which is kind of this um, uh, dystopian burned. kind of looking everything's burned and broken, broken and it's all big and made of stone dark, so there's like scary. statues everywhere yep um but reptile has followed them into outworld and Liu kang just knows where he is and picks him up and throws yeah. him and then uh <laughs> reptile turns into a fighter okay so let's just i know we're trying to just hustle through this garbage pile but uh yeah. Yeah, Liu Kang knows that Reptile's around because he's been attacked by Reptile once already. Yeah. So he grabs him, throws him to the ground. He lands in a statue. And for some reason, the statue turns into, sucks him in yeah. with vines that is unexplained. Didn't know that was going to happen. And then absorbs his body and it turns him into a fighter. Yeah. So he looks like Scorpion and Sub-Zero. He's like a green version of them. Why? Why? There's no explanation here. My rational mind goes, wait, why Why the magical statue? I don't know. No one knows. No one knows. Anyway, he fights him, and uh, this is when the infamous bicycle kick Bicycle kick. Comes Very in. cool. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, he ends up beating him, and then <coughs> he falls, and he becomes a statue again, but bugs come out? Another question. Okay. Bugs come out. Yeah. Like a cool. bunch of beetles just like crawling out of the statue. Cockroaches and worms burst out of his body. But then he just stomps on Reptile's head, so Reptile's officially dead. Yeah, yeah. Reptile tries to get out, and he says, no. Oh, no. <laughs> this is where they go, and they find Sonya. This is where she's tied up, and she has her sexy, short... She looks uh, like Barbarella with leather like her, dress on. Her hair's been teased yeah. like crazy. Yeah, she's looking really 80s, yeah. like, uh, like hair rock right then. Um, so Liu Kang comes in and challenges Shang Tsung. So Sonya hasn't accepted the fight yet. So nothing has happened. Wait a second. Hold on. We're at the bottom of this two mile tower (laughs) and Sonya's at the top with Shang Tsung and he's like, come on, Sonya, fight me. And she's like, no, go to hell. And he's like, great. The emperor will be pleased. And then she's like, my friends are going to come save me. And, and, and they're like, we're already here. <laughs> and they just happened to be there. Yeah. Her, oh, they were dressed as monks, yeah. right? Yeah. Katana, Johnny, and Liu Kang <laughs> in five minutes got to the top of this tower. Yeah, where did Katana come from? She wasn't even there. No, she was. She went, oh, was she, she? She was guiding them through, telling them the history oh, of God. Outworld. I must have stopped paying attention. Yeah. Uh, but, but you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Why? Why? I mean, it was funny. How? <laughs> anyway. But uh, Liu Kang challenges Sang Sung to Mortal Kombat. Um, he ends up killing him by pushing him onto some spikes after he goes through three trials. Yeah, I don't remember what they were. It was like use your body or use your mind or he summons the go uh, to the worst place you've ever been. And, he's, uh, he summons know. old warriors. Oh, excuse me, <laughs> to fight, and then he sees an image of his brother, and he yeah whatever, and yeah, he pushes him off a ledge and spikes him on the ground. Did you see mm. when the spikes came out of the ground? Uh, what kind of like flooring like the, they must the, have the used, gold like foil, linoleum or yeah. foil or something like yeah, that? Yeah, tin foil spray so painted gold. Yeah, it looked really bad. Uh, but after he kills him, Liu Kang ends up seeing the spirit of his brother, 
Um, and his brother says basically, it's okay. Yeah. You know, you saved I knew Earth. you'd come. You're great. Love you. It's all cool between us. Not and your he fault. goes back into this horrible spirit world <laughs> where like spirits are like circling this tornado. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like it. No, like all <laughs> of, they just float back up into somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, they head back to Earth and they reunite with Raiden. And maybe the most like abrupt ending to a film I've ever seen. First of all, Raiden's like just real cheesy and cheeky. Like, what yeah. took you so long? I've been waiting for you forever. I <laughs> know. Uh, it's like we just like the fate of the world. We yeah. just, come on, Raiden. Like, we were gone for like an hour. Why are you so casual, you yeah. jerk? Yeah. But anyway, they reunite with him and they start walking in Liu Kang's village. Um and all of a sudden, the sky starts to turn a little bit black, and things start to shake, and they're like, what's going on? Yeah. And all of a sudden, you hear this voice like call out oh. from behind the statue, and it's like, blah, 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 Liu Kang, you have done this, prepare to fight, I'm or whatever. i your souls or something. Yeah. It's the emperor. Shao Kahn, the emperor, who is the ultimate bad guy in World of Combat. And then they just assume their cool fighting stances yeah. as the same song that's already played three times. <laughs> Kicks into high gear. And that's it. It's over. It's over. What do you think, Gabe? Um, I thought it was brilliant. Wow. <laughs> a plus. I give this movie uh, an F, and I think it's a piece of crap, and you should never watch it. How about that? <laughs> and I don't want to give it the dignity of talking about it any further. Uh, right. I, I think the guy who wrote it is a, a hack, and... <laughs> <laughs> And the actors in it are terrible. A hack has had and, a long, uh, successful career. The only good thing that came out of this is uh, the guy who played Johnny Cage uh, was married to Diane Lane for a few years. Oh. So he he scored big time. Yeah. That's about it. Good for him. <laughs> uh, I will talk a little bit about it. Oh, okay. Fine. A little bit. Uh, maybe the worst script I think I've ever seen. I haven't read it. I would love to read it. I don't know if you could find the script anywhere, but I just want to see what it looks like, you know? Yeah, to have these things written down, I just want to see what it looks like on the page. I bet it's just as confusing. Yeah, <laughs> you just never know where anything is going. Uh, you do have to have prior knowledge of the the game to like get the jokes they make or like get the homages they make. Yes. which is fine to some extent. But like when you see Sonya just all of a sudden in a skimpy outfit, your mind immediately goes to like, what is what, happening? what's happening? Yeah, if you don't know, yeah. Which I didn't know. I read that in trivia. I didn't yeah. know it was a th- throw to the I would have never I, known. I had no idea. Anything, yeah. But performances across the board are pretty terrible. The fight choreography for a kung fu like fighting movie is not good. Like uh, it, like I said, like go back and uh, like watch like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, or something like that. Like, yeah. Like those are great scenes that are powerful and make you feel like they know what they're doing. And these movies, it was like they kind of picked up whoever they could and were yes. like, just do this thing. Yes. Um, just overall, really, really terrible. But I could see this being one of those movies that you could sit down with some friends and have some beers and make a drinking game or like yeah. watch it and have fun and have laughs. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, but that's pretty much it. That's the only thing you're going to get from this. And I'm sure some people like this movie, but I'm sorry, you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. I think maybe my martial arts enthusiasts might like it. Yeah. But uh, if you're looking for a script, you're not going to find one here. You're going to find a bunch of different fighting scenes <laughs> that loosely make sense. Yeah. That need to be rewritten. Just go play the video game. Yeah. Go we'll do that. It's, it's more interactive and more fun. All right. So we're going to go ahead and jump into our movie draft. Let's do it. Gabe, this week we're doing best video game movie adaptations. And here, let me say this. Okay. When I say best, I mean best that we can pick. Right. I was going to say, this is a really bad choice on your part. <laughs> so I don't mean that they're all going to be you know, good movies. I, I thought you'd do best martial arts film. No. You, you had so much to go on and you chose best this. Best video game movies. Because most of them are terrible, so I think it'd be funny to create these awful lists. Matt, they're all terrible. Not all of them. Yes. No, not all of them. Come on. Okay. Come I'm on. excited to hear what you have to say. <laughs> uh, well, you're going first this time since I went first last time, so... Pick, start with pick number one here. Well, since you have done this in the past, I'm going to claim a uh, a property. Mm. Is that okay? That's fine. Just because there's too many, but I'm going to go with the Resident Evil movies. Okay. That's not the one I was going to pick. Cool. Because I think there's actually a good video game movie in here. 
One. There's one. Okay. Silent Hill. I thought you'd go with Silent Hill. I, I, haven't, I haven't seen it. I like the Silent Hill movie. I think the atmosphere in that movie is super creepy and it does well by the game. Mm. And I remember so many mm. things from the movie. Like the visuals. Like you see nice. you see Pyramid Head, who is one of the creepiest, oh, I don't scariest want to, I don't characters. Want to know. I don't want to know. Oh man. I have to look up an image of Pyramid Head right now as he's we scary. But for my pick number two, I'm gonna go with a film that was um widely anticipated. Um, because this is when movies that were completely computer generated started to become big. And I remember watching this in like 2000 or whenever it came out and having my mind blown because it looked crazy. Okay. But I'm going to go with Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within. Oh, okay. So you made an actual good choice there. I forgot about Mm -hmm. that movie. Hmm. Was that, that was a good movie? I don't remember it being like necessarily like a great film, but I just remember like, 10-year-old Matt watching it and being like, this looks amazing. Interesting. But um, I've always been a big Final Fantasy fan as well. So yeah, I think I've played pretty much all of them. Gosh, that's just... I think you're right. I think you chose (laughs) the best best ones. So I chose Resident Evil. You chose... There's a a movie that is just staring me in the face that uh, I remember from a kid, from being a kid and, and loving, but I'm sure it's awful. So I get... You get two. Two. Wait, why do I get two? I went first. Didn't you just go have two? Yeah, and then you get two, and then I get the last one. Okay. We've only done this ten times. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, I guess I'm just going to go with a Tomb Raider property now. Okay. And then what? And... <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh, you're missing one. I am? You're missing one. <clears throat> It's probably not good, but come on. I think I am missing one. There's just, I mean, I, I, I know a big one, but I, I know it's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> That's part of its charm. If we're talking about the same one, I don't know what we're talking about. I guess um, <laughs> Assassin's Creed. Oh, that's not. I, what I, I, I don't know. I, that, that's the thing. There's no good ones. This is going to be just a joke from beginning to end. So, sure, Assassin's Creed. I do remember I was excited for Assassin's Creed. Me only too. Fastbender in it. But in, I mean, apparently it was terrible, really bad. Terrible race. No, dude. I was talking about Super Mario Brothers with John Leguizamo. That's one of the worst movies like ever made. I know, but it's funny. When you see the Goombas. Yes. They look oh. nothing like Goombas. No, they're very strange. That's why I didn't pick it. Because I'm like, no one's going to want that. Dude, I bet people love that. Like, it's beloved for how bad it is. I should have gone with, like, the Angry Birds movie or something. Something that was at least... <laughs> you could have gone Prince of Persia. Which wasn't, wasn't good. Uh, you could have gone Mortal Kombat. Could have gone Street Fighter. Oh, Street Fighter. Which yeah. is horrible. They're all yeah. bad. They're yeah. all bad. That's the point. Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme is in Street Fighter. Yeah. He's Guile. He was good, supposed to good. be in this, but turned it down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had done Street Fighter the year before. So. Yeah. Whatever, this is just a joke draft. I don't care. (laughs) No one cares. Well, I think I have a good list, so let me read through. Uh, You know what? I'm just going to give it to you. I'll I'll, I'll post it. I guess, you know. Maybe you'll win out of spite. Yeah, maybe I can. People people will vote (laughs) for you because you're so sad. Yep. Come come from behind and take the win. Uh, My list is Silent Hill, Final Fantasy Spirits Within, and Super Mario Bros. John Leguizamo. Excellent. Yes. Uh, Gabe's picks are Resident Evil, Tomb Raider, and Assassin's Creed. Which are <laughs> garbage. I kind of want to watch Assassin's Creed now. I've totally forgot about it yeah. until I was looking into films for this. It had a good cast. Yeah. I'm sure it's terrible if it bombed as hard as it did. But, yeah. you know, whatever. Uh, but that's going to be it for us today. We do want you to vote on this, even though uh, Gabe thinks it's a terrible draft. I had fun <laughs> doing it. I think it's a good list. Uh, you can uh, vote at Rewind Cinema Pod on Facebook and Twitter. You can reach us at rewindcinemapodcast at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Natural Anthem for the use of their music today. Thank you. You can, you can find them at naturalanthem.net. Uh, we are part of the ACPN. There are great shows on there like Adventure Club, uh, Retro Cinema, and Childhood Remastered, and it seems like they're adding something new every couple of weeks, so there should be something on the network for you to listen to. Um, and we do want movie draft themes, as I said last week, so send us your themes. We'll, we'll do it on the show. We'll have a draft, and we'll have a good time, and uh, we'll make some amazing lists for you to vote on. Awesome. That's it. What are we uh, watching next week? 
Uh, we're watching Get Shorty next week. All right. I'm I've excited. never seen it. I haven't either. So it'll be new for me. I hope it's funny. Yeah, it I think good. it is. Yeah, it, it looks, looks really, fun. really good. It looks funny. All right, man. Well, until then, uh, love some, some, some more Mortal Kombat. Go watch <laughs> Annihilation. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> and uh, watch more... Mortal Kombat. Yeah. It's the libs.